Happy Pride, everyone. This is JP. This month is also our two-year anniversary of This Queer Book Saved My Life, and we have put together a whole slew of programs and events just for you. We kicked it off on May 28th with our episode with Kim Hines discussing that James Baldwin classic, The Fire Next Time. On June 4th, I sit down with two of the country's leading LGBTQ book band researchers to discuss where we're at on book bands and what we can do to undo them. On June 11th, my guest Saray De Silva joins us all the way from New Zealand to talk about the book Paul Takes the Form of a Mortal Girl by Andrea Lawler. And, exciting, Andrea joins us for that episode. On June 18th, I will be at Oxford University talking about the Queer Armenian Library. And we thought, since our anniversary is June 21st, why not do a live stream from Oxford? So stay tuned. We'll be putting that link on our social media, on our website, and in our show notes. On June 22nd, I will be moderating an author conversation and reading with Anahit Cass and Jacob Budenz talking about queer speculations and using fiction to imagine new queer futures. You'll remember Jacob from our recent episode of This Queer Book Saved My Life. Plus, special guest Brent Love will be reading from his new memoir, Leap, that drops this month. And this is a live virtual event, so we will post the links in the show notes on our website and on our social media. On June 25th, my guest will be David Simonello, and we'll be talking about the book that saved his life, More Tales of the City by Armistead Maupin. Fun fact, David was an actor, and he played Gino, the barber, in that infamous Seinfeld episode, The Haircut. Finally, on June 29th, I will be broadcasting live at 2 p.m. from Twin Cities Pride in Minnesota. You can join us in the AM 950 radio tent or listen to us live on your favorite radio app or on am950radio.com. A little bit of something for everyone, both every Tuesday as well as live and in-person events. Thank you, everyone, for two amazing years of this podcast. If you want to give us a gift, you can share the show with a friend, tag us on social media, and or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, happy Pride, everyone. You deserve it. On February 7th, the International Armenian Literary Alliance, the National Association for Armenian Studies and Research, and the Krikor and Clara Zorab Information Center bring you Literary Lights, featuring conversations with new works of literature by Armenian authors. The inaugural event will feature Talin Voskuni, author of Sari Bro. Voskuni will be in conversation with the founder of the Queer Armenian Library, J.P. Derbogosian. Oh, hey, wait, that's me. Ha! And listeners of our podcast will remember Talene from an earlier episode of 7 Minutes in Book Heaven earlier this season. Join us on Zoom on February 7th, 2023 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please register at armenianliterary.org or links are in our show notes and on our website. We also want to say hello to our friend on AM950, Gregory Rich. His show, Drink in the Style, is an hour of interior design and small business conversation all while enjoying cocktails created by their expert cocktailist Dan Newkirk. You can listen every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. or on Sundays at 5 p.m. or anytime on am950.com. Why, hello, everybody. My name is J.P. Derbogosian, and for our new listeners to this podcast, we have a new episode of This Queer Book Save My Life that drops next week. But today, This Queer Book presents to you 7 Minutes in Book Heaven, where I interview queer authors about the new books they have coming out for us to love and to cuddle up with. With me today is Dr. Lauren A. Olson. Hello. 
Well, good morning, JP. I'm glad to have you uh, here with me today. <laughs> Very glad to have you here. So, per the rules of the game, Lauren and I are going to spend exactly seven minutes in this virtual studio talking about his new book, No More Neckties, a memoir in essays, while also getting to know more about the amazing doctor, human, and writer that is Lauren Olson. So, Lauren, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go for it. Okay, I'll set the timer, and here we are. Question number one. Would you please describe No More Neckties, a memoir in essays, as if you're sharing it with your celebrity crush and telling us who the celebrity is, of course. Okay. Uh, I'll start with a crush. Uh, my, my current uh, crush, although there have been many, is Jonathan Groff, who played uh, King George in Hamilton. Ooh, yes. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> when he said, uh, sang, you'll be back, I knew he was singing it to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> And if I were talking to him, I'd just tell him that uh, No More Neckties is a memoir. Uh, and it's about uh, liberating ourselves uh, from what's uh, expected. It was my story of how I liberated myself from the expectations that I had placed upon me uh, and how I tried to fit in uh, as a kid. But that never means you belong. And uh, so it's a, mm -hmm. about my coming out journey uh, and uh, my life as I've gotten older. Jonathan Groff, you heard it here first. Okay, question number two. What's a sentence from a novel, essay, poem, or other book that every time you read it, it gives you all the feels? Okay, this is actually from a movie line, from the movie Florence Foster Jenkins. And in that movie, uh, Hugh Grant played St. Clair Bayfield. He said in that movie, uh, I was always a good actor, but I was never a great actor. And then his sentence, uh, the one that I like, is, but once I had admitted that, I felt free from the tyranny of ambition. Mm. And I love that uh, thought because, you know, the, the idea that we climb uh, as high as we can and then we're liberated in a sense. We, we're free from all the things that go along to try and climb higher and higher. And it sets us mm -hmm. free, gives us time to do the things that really are more meaningful in many ways. Um, and I, I wrote about that in the book in the last chapter. The last chapter of the book is called Aging Allows Us to Say Fuck Off. And the, <laughs> idea, <laughs> the, the idea is that, you know, we're free finally to be able to say no to the things we don't want to do. And that's where the title comes from, uh, No More Neckties. It's kind of a metaphor for uh, that liberating feeling. Oh, I really love that. To see how those two tied in together. Thank you. All right. Question number three. What do you feel is the best sentence you've ever written? Well, there were so many to choose from, JP. <laughs> but but I, uh, really, I began to focus on the thoughts about suicide uh, because that comes up so mm. often in the work that I do. And we talk a lot about suicide for young people. But we don't talk about it much for people like myself who came out in the middle of our lives and may have had mm. families and, and other relationships. And uh, there just isn't much about that. So when I began to think about it, and I, I work with a lot of men who are in, uh, engaged in a marriage, and they feel hopeless. And I often describe it as if they're in a jail cell, uh, standing at the gate, screaming, let me out, let me out. Uh, but they, mm -hmm. they can't figure it out. And the sentence I wrote is, after struggling at the gate for a long time, you look to your left and then to your right, and there are no walls there, only the ones you imagined. 
Oh, wow. You know, that, wow. The, the thought about it is uh, for most of us, when we consider coming out, no matter what age, but we tend to magnify the negative consequences of that. Mm-hmm. And we minimize the positives. And so we awfulize the outcome. And, and that's where we get stuck. You know, we can only imagine the awful things that are going to happen if we come out. And basically, when you're confronted with a situation like this, JP, there are only three options. Fix it, put up with it, or get out. And for most of us who are gay, we know that we're not going to fix it. So that leaves mm-hmm. us with two options, and that is put up with it or get out. That's a kind of a personal choice. We can't really tell people what the solution is for them. Uh, but for many of us, the idea mm. was we had to get out, which meant leaving a lot of the things that we loved. I want to talk more about that, but we've just got over a couple of minutes left. So oh. <laughs> question number four, what's the best romantic scene you've ever read? The best uh, romantic scene was from the book Cleanness by uh, Garth Greenwell. And, you know, the first part of the book is a very seedy uh, sexual description, and it uh, goes into great detail. And then uh, he talks about falling in love with a man that he calls R. uh, And he said it poured a cleanness over everything we did. And that was kind of my experience. Uh, I wrote in my first book, the first sentence is, a kiss made me gay. It was like suddenly all of the stuff that I had experienced before, which seemed dirty and shameful, uh, was clean. Ooh. Wow, yeah. Okay. Question number five. What are your favorite scents or smells to write about? Well, the two thoughts came to me about this. One is Grandma Olson's Christmas cookies. Uh, <laughs> they're a spice cookie, and they take me right back. But the other thought was kind of a negative thought, and that was that my mother always had this fear uh, of smelling gladiolus because when oh, my father wow. died, uh, she was just 28, and uh, people mm. brought gladiolus to, uh, as the flowers, and it was a really traumatic smell for her. Mm-hmm. But smells take us right into the heart of our brain uh, and really uh, stir up a lot of emotion uh, as well as memory. It does. About a minute left. Question number six. What's the worst writing advice you've ever got? Outline. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> creative process is not linear, you know, and uh, we need to uh, capture all those thoughts. And so I use a bubble diagram instead. Oh, that's interesting. I never would have thought about that. Okay. Question number seven. Promote yourself. How do we order your book? How do we follow you on social? Okay. Well, you can order it, of course, right here on this site, thissquarebook.com. <laughs> and you. Uh, it's available through Amazon and all the other online retailers and can be ordered through bookstores as well. I'm on uh, social media, mostly on Facebook, because the majority of the people I work with are over 40, <laughs> and that's where they tend to hang out. Uh, but I'm also on LinkedIn and Twitter as long as it survives. This is all the time that we have. Thank you so much, Dr. Lauren. Thank you, JP. This has been really fun. Oh, this is always so much fun to get to meet writers like you on this podcast. (laughs) Well, this has been another episode of 7 Minutes in Book Heaven, which is presented to you by This Queer Book, Save My Life. Our podcasts are executive produced by Jim Pounds. Our associate producers are Archie Arnold, Natalie Cruz, Paul Kafer, Nicole Olilla, Joe Perrazzo, Bill Shea, and Sean Smith. You can be an associate producer as well, and we welcome you to join us for real. All the details are at patreon.com slash thisqueerbook. Transcripts of all of our episodes are available on thisqueerbook.com. You can buy the books featured on our podcast on our bookshop page, thisqueerbook.com slash bookshop. 
We are on Facebook, plus we're at This Queer Book on Instagram and Twitter, and soon to be on Spoutable. My name is JP Derbogosian, and stay tuned to This Space every Tuesday for new episodes of 7 Minutes in Book Heaven, or This Queer Book Save My Life. Until then, see you queers and allies in the bookstores. 